Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of All in Tech. Hope you guys are doing great. Today we're going to be talking about the Fairphone 4. I'm pretty sure you've heard about it, right? Um, Marquez recently just did a video, I think today. And also, I think it was Jerry Rig Everything. He already made a video about it like a day or two ago. So here I am making an episode about it. So this phone, as you may know already, is definitely uh, a start of a new wave i think of influence in terms of the sustainability and also the environmentally friendliness of a phone because as you know there's a lot of tech waste out in the world and so fairphone is trying to attack this and trying to uh, eliminate that in their own way so this is a modular phone meaning that anything and everything on this phone can be replaced very very easily kind of like a lego and it's simple enough for you to actually do the repair and some of you may be thinking like why well because a lot of phones are trashed for no reason just because they're old or they have a cracked screen but basically it works um and there's a lot of waste right now i have like three phones in my drawer that I'd never use, and they're just collecting dust. Apparently, there's around 300,000 phones in Germany and France alone, 300,000 phones sitting in, in drawers uh, doing nothing. You can only imagine how many there are in the world, right? So there's a lot of phones that are being you know, really wasteful, and they're just sitting around doing nothing when they can be recycled. Fairphone is trying to fix that and trying to do uh, more, make more sustainable phones. Now, as you know, we talk about the specs on this. So one of the main things that makes this different from every other phone on the market is that this one is replaceable practically everything from the back to the cameras to the USB-C port to the display. Uh, you can change out anything, including the battery as well. All that is interchangeable for something new, right? Or at least repairable. So we're moving to an interesting future that I hope to see happen, at least be more sustainable than it is right now. Uh, but for right now, let's just talk about the specs. So we have a pretty uh, cheaply built phone, but again, it is modular. It is going to be easier to, re uh, to repair. So something like glass isn't exactly easy to repair or easy to work with either. So we have Gorilla Glass 5 on the front, plastic back and plastic frame. So things that we've seen on a budget uh, uh, phone and some occasional mid-range phones and some flagship phones, Samsung. <clears throat> Disappointed in them, honestly. Anyway, it has an IP54 dust and splash protection, which is amazing for a phone that gets taken apart very easily. The fact that it even has that is pretty cool. Now, obviously, it's not as good as the IP68 water and dust resistance that you get on like the Samsung and Apples of the world, but you will have some sort of protection from that. Splash protection on something like that is pretty incredible, in my opinion. And it's something that I did not expect from a modular phone. So that's something very cool. Now, for the display, we have an IPS LCD display with that kind of like teardrop notch, which as many of you know, I hate. And it has a big chin, but it's okay. 
it's not looking to be the flagship phone of the year. It's just trying to be a sustainable phone. That's its mission here. It's not like Apple where its thing is polished software and premium build or Samsung's innovative features and a really cool design or Huawei's uh, really innovation as it is or OnePlus's budgeted, right? No, this one is specifically to be sustainable. And so as a result, you kind of have to compromise on not only the performance, but also on just general build quality and camera quality. But for what this is, I think that it's doing a really good job. Since its mission is being sustainable, I think it's accomplishing that. Now, we have a 6.3 inch display. It has a 79.7 screen to body ratio, which is probably the lowest or near lowest that I've seen on a smartphone in 2021 and even 2022 or 2020. Sorry, I'm in the future for some reason. Um, so for 2020 and 2021, I think this is probably one of the lowest ones screen to body ratio that I've seen. But again, that's not the purpose of this phone. This does have a 1080p resolution. And it has a 19 and a half by nine aspect ratio. So pretty decent in terms of display display quality. Uh, the IPS LCD, again, I have mixed feelings about it. Sometimes it turns out pretty good. It just depends on the color tuning of the of the actual company. Because uh, sometimes it can look kind of washed out. Other times it looks acceptable. Now for the platform, we do have Android 11, which is nice to see. We have the latest and greatest. And we do have... Uh, with Qualcomm Snapdragon 750G. So that's the same processor that's on the A52 5G. And from my experience, that processor ain't half bad. It actually does a pretty good job at performing, at gaming, and just general tasks that you do on the day-to-day. And that's honestly a really acceptable chipset. It's a very mid-range chipset. So it competes with a lot of mid-range phones. And in terms of build quality, it may not be the best. It definitely might not, uh, definitely not the uh, best performing either. Definitely not the best looking, and definitely not the best display. But again, it is not its purpose to do its best in any of that. Its mission is to be a sustainable phone, to eliminate waste from from tech that we have laying around. Now, this does have the Adreno six nineteen for the GPU, and we do have micro SD card expansion, which is nice. And we have two con- internal configurations, 128 gigs with six gigs of RAM or 256 gigabytes of internal storage with eight gigs of RAM. So a lot of versatility there, I think, especially since it's stock Android and there's no skin over it or nothing of that to slow it down. Now for the main camera, we do have three actually, well, technically two, um, We have a 48 megapixel wide sensor with optical image stabilization, which is nice. And we do have another 48 megapixel ultra wide camera. And we have a 3D time of flight depth sensor. So that's going to be the third lens. So it's dual lens, but kind of third lens ish, except the third lens doesn't have any intentional use. It's kind of just a supportive camera, if you will. So very cool that you have those, uh, you know, versatility. Again, you can't expect the world out of these cameras, but you can expect some decent photos uh, if you don't really care too much as long as they look, you know, acceptable and fine and you can see the detail and whatever. Then, yeah, this will do the job. 
just don't expect like 4K quality images. Um, it can record 4K though at 30 frames per second, 1080p at 30 and 60. Now for the single front-facing camera, we have a 25 megapixel camera and it can record 1080p at 30 frames per second. So I'd say not too bad for this phone given its resources. It's a relatively small company, so we gotta give them some uh, cut them some slack here. Uh, so that's honestly acceptable, in my opinion, if you're willing to deal with the compromises, right? Because again, sustainability is what they're aiming for. And I think they're doing a great job of it. Now, we do have a loudspeaker, no stereo speakers. We do not have a headphone jack. And we have normal Wi-Fi, no Wi-Fi 6E. We have Bluetooth 5.1, not 5.2. We have NFC, which is nice. And we have a side mount and finger side mounted fingerprint. Sorry. I haven't done this in like what nearly two weeks. So, you know, uh, you know, let it slide for right now. We have a side mountain mountain mount mounted fingerprint sensor. Sorry. I don't know English for whatever reason now. Um, and so that's always going to be a nice accessible little thing. I remember again, you know that I love side mounted fingerprint sensors. Uh, this is not any different, right? Because it's in a, it's in the power button, right? It's right there and it's just nice and convenient and you don't even have to think about it. It's just like a two-in-one action and it's nice. One of the main things about this specific, I guess, phone uh, is its five-year warranty standard on this phone, no matter where you are, I think, uh, you have a standard five-year warranty. Basically, you can this will be this will honestly have a lot of support in terms of modular replacements and all of that. You can keep replacing parts for five years. That is crazy. Like Apple won't even let you do anything past a year, not even half a year. They you know they still make you pay for a replacement. This one. Obviously, you still have to pay for, for you know, if you want to replace a screen because you broke it. You can go on Fairphone's website, buy a display. You still have to, you know, buy it. But it eliminates the kind of annoyance to having to go not only jump in your car and go somewhere where they fix phones, but you also have to pay to get it repaired. And it's just, why? And Fairphone is fixing that. You can have your own repair shop at home just on your phone. Not on anyone else's phone because Samsung and Apple and Huawei and every other phone, basically, and Google Pixel, whatever, all those phones need a, a, a relatively decent professional to replace that because, again, it's not that simple like Fairphone makes it. Fairphone makes it as simple as possible so you, yourself, it doesn't matter your level of knowledge or expertise, you could replace it by yourself. That is what they're trying to do as well. You have a 3,900 million, 3,900 million power battery, which is really cool. A pretty decent sized battery and considering that it's not necessarily the, the most powerful phone and it's not the most uh, display kind of power hungry phone. It sure lasts you a pretty good, you know, solid day because it's a 4,000 million power battery. And again, not much of this, not much of this phone is really power hungry. So I don't think it should be really any of a problem you do have 20 watt fast charging and that can get you 50 percent in 30 minutes 
which is really cool. You know, Samsung and Apple are starting to fall behind, like, for real, for real, because they both advertise 50% in 30 minutes, even though they kind of are talking about 25-watt fast charging. So these guys seem to be slightly more efficient at doing that because they're only using 20 watts and still getting the same result. Now, this should cost somewhere in the mid-range segment of prices anywhere from six to seven ish hundred dollars um it's kind of be kind of difficult right now because right now it's only in the uk so it's not like you can really get it in u.s pricing but you can always have it imported although you have to keep in mind there's a lot of import costs and little hidden fees that you might not see coming so if you really you have to really be intentional about buying this phone because you need to know all the facts before you do get one, considering you have to get it imported. So something to really keep in mind, this is a very intentional phone. This is a phone you have to really look at and be willing to compromise all because of that sustainability factor. If that's what you want to do, then go for it. Personally, I think it's a solid phone in terms of specs. And I think it's doing a fantastic job and hopefully it'll leave it'll lead to a wave of influence on bigger companies to be at least a little bit more flexible in terms of how they are building their phones so that they can be replaceable and more sustainable. If they actually care about being sustainable, Apple and Samsung taking out the chargers. Um they're just really making things worse because a lot of people have to go buy it, right? But it is what it is. This phone is doing pretty great, and I can't wait to see the future of this phone because so far it seems to be improving. So we'll see how it goes. Anyway, that was it for this one. Hope you guys have a fantastic holiday season. This is going to be the last tech episode of the year. So with that being said, we'll start back on the first week of January. Hope to see you guys very soon. Stay safe. Be well, and I will see you guys in the next episode next year. Peace.